0: Two guys, two topics, two opinions. You talk,
1: give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
0: Is there any truth to these rumors that are going on right now that you all's relationship cannot be saved and you aren't speaking and all of these things? It is true that we didn't speak for a while after this, but we did spoke uh, a few days ago. And, you know, like I said, we both ready to to go out there and try to win a championship for this team. You know, it's, it's not about being a professional and, you know, everyone got different relationships. Everyone got, you know, it's never perfect. Uh, married, people that are married, you know, the, it's never perfect. So, you know, me and my teammate, no, it's not, it's far from perfect. But at the end of the day, we both want the same thing and it's winning. And, you know, and we both grown men and we both gonna do what it takes to
1: win. All right, Gordon, comments from Rudy Gobert released yesterday talking about, and of course we spent a lot of time on Friday talking about the Athletic, uh, the report in the Athletic, talking about their uh, relationship being unsalvageable. And um, there's Rudy saying he and Donovan have spoken and they're both going to behave like uh, you know professionals and adults and figure out a way to pull in the same direction. And that's certainly what you want to hear from Rudy Gobert uh, because I think a lot of jazz fans out there are, are concerned about the future, you know, with these two pillars of the franchise.
0: Yeah. And, and that is really, that's the nut of it right there. Both of these guys so important to the jazz and there's a lot that goes into this in the past, in the present and in the future. And in order to do what the jazz i think i figure will want to do they have to to build on this foundation and if if there are cracks in it then then those things need to be fixed and they need to be fixed in a hurry and if you want to look at it negatively which is what i wrote about both the negative and the positive of it uh, there are reasons for concern even even if these guys are grown, quote-unquote, grown men and, and want to win a championship, they still need to find a way to communicate, find a way to work together, to row in the same direction, and maybe most importantly, or just as importantly, how to coordinate their efforts on the court. This is something that has to happen uh, because this is the very foundation. And so those two have to find a way to feel happy, to feel satisfied with with what they're doing together. And, and other teammates have to come into this as well. It's not just these two guys. It's everybody has to come together. And this is what Quinn Snyder has stressed from the beginning. And so I imagine from his standpoint that he has to feel like, come on, fellas, You know, I'm all about team, coaching this team, having this thing work together. And yeah, I got star players. Some are more important than others, but you guys got to find a way to come together and get this done. And I'm sure that's, these are the discussions that are being had right now. And, but ultimately, who's got the power? The guys themselves. They're the ones that have to find a way.
1: Yeah, and and this is kind of what we suspected. You know, Gordon, relationships aren't perfect. Uh, I think we've all been there in our own lives, and sometimes a little time needs to happen, and some conversations need to happen. And within a lot of, di- or you know, with a lot of difficult situations, I think you know you can come through healthier, or at least with a better understanding uh, where people are coming from on the other side. And and I do think that that's a positive from the Jazz standpoint. They have some big decisions to make on these guys and they don't want those decisions to be made because of something like this. They want to make sound basketball decisions, but I got to admit uh, I am waiting to hear Donovan because uh, I think, I think Rudy has a lot, um, a lot of motivation to make sure that this relationship is a healthy one. Uh, He's got a lot of reasons um, to, to get along and coexist with Donovan Mitchell um donovan I, I think is where the source of kind of the negativity has come from through all of this at least you know the good morning america thing um at, at very least you know it seems like we haven't heard about the mending the fence part from donovan and i am waiting to hear from him uh, about this situation uh, you know sooner rather than later although I, I think time is a healthy thing as i said
0: yeah, I would agree with that, and as you know, this is what I wrote about, and and we'll see when they post that column, but uh, it it is so important, Jake, what you said there. So very important. Nobody's saying, and no one has ever said, that these two have to be best buds, that they have to be best friends, you know, if they have to hang out together, spend their free time together. uh, No, that's not what this is about. This is about coordinating the efforts in the locker room and on the floor and making sure that everybody else lines up behind the star players. Right, And it's like... What happens, Jake, when Sadie comes in and and says uh, to Naz, "Hey, hey, mom, can I uh, can I go play in the backyard?" And Naz says no. And then Naz comes to you and says, "Hey, Dad, can I go play in the backyard?" And you say, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> no, that's not the way it works. As you know, I'm sure say Sadie's smart enough. And all y'all who are parents out there know your kids are smart enough to figure out who's the weak link. And then to take advantage of that. No, it's got to be a united front. Same thing with basketball, man. It's got to be a united front. I don't care if you're not best friends. Who's expecting that? Who's expecting that? That's like asking you, Jake, to be best friends with Austin. We, I mean, we know how that would go. How would no. that go? Uh, Well, uh, you know, it, it might be a little bit of a bumpy ride what? here and there.
1: I like Austin. I thought you told me you didn't. Well, that was somebody else. Oh.
0: But obviously, you guys are good working together. You know, uh, obviously, it's we smooth. We were. <laughs>
1: somebody, you know, decided to uh, uh, do, do I, drive do a I, wedge right into the relationship. Thank you for that.
0: Obviously, I'm kidding. But, you know, obviously, you don't have to be best buds in order to work well together. That's my point. Everybody knows that. And so the expectation shouldn't be at a level, okay, guys, let's go have a barbecue in the backyard together. You know, nobody is thinking that or suggesting that. But, but have each other's back in a huge way when it comes time to do battle out on the floor
1: you know but I hope Rudy is processing some of this too and this, of course, is just us uh, speculating about, uh, you know, things that we don't know fully. But, you know, I think there has been some selfish behavior on Rudy's part. Um, you and I have disagreed about this sort of thing at times. I, I really think it was a terrible idea to call out the whole team nine games in. I, I think well, as it turns was, out the team thought that was a bad idea, too. Right. Because, of course, they did. Because that's really, you were, that's really so you selfish were right. behavior. So right what I'm you're oh, right. Hey, hey! Today is a good day. <laughs> today is a, a terrific day. I didn't think I didn't
0: think it was that big a deal, but I think the team did think it was a big deal, and that's what you said. And turns out you were right.
1: Well, I think he can, you know. He can use this as a way to to become more of a team, have more of a team perspective, or at least you know personify that a little bit more. So we'll we'll see. I like I said, Gordon. You know, with conflict, sometimes you can you can figure some stuff out, and stuff comes to a head, so to speak. You just hope that it's not what that unnamed source said to the athletic unsalvageable. Because if that proves to be true. Um, you know, then then that's a different scenario. But but how many times have we in our personal lives, uh, you know, drawn a line in the sand only to, uh, like, hours later be like, you know what, it's all good.
0: I'm I'll fine. draw another sa- another uh, line back here. Hey, you back know, up a little more.
1: I, I do it three, four times a show with you, Gordon. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's it. I've had enough. And then next thing you know, we have a few laughs and the line goes back a little further. So... Uh, you hope that that's the situation with these guys, and they can, you know, get it to the point where they can work together for each other's mutual benefit, because that's the idea, right? Um, and, but you, I, I still want to hear from Donovan. I do. I want to. I want to hear from his perspective, and we'll see when and if that happens.
0: And that might take some time yet, uh, I, but it's got to happen before they take the court again, whenever that is. I mean, that's. And there's no reason to let it fester for too long because then all kinds of things can happen. Communication is so important, and with Rudy saying that they did communicate uh, recently, that, that that that's a positive first step. Obviously, so they, that has to happen, and it has to be as put together as possible before they're they're out on the floor again together. And I'm I'm talking about practice, not just not just actual games. It has to uh, it has to be buttoned up and move forward and in, in, in a cohesive way uh, or, or sooner rather than later. Uh, although it doesn't have to happen right now, uh, it would be nice if it did for them. But uh, I don't think that's necessary.
1: No, but I mean, Rudy does depend on Donovan. That that yeah. remains a fact through all of this. And actually, even when Donovan, or excuse me, when Rudy was kind of calling out the team nine games in, he even alluded to this that he's dependent on his teammates to uh, for offensive production, and that is still true and will remain true for a while until really—
0: Rudy... and, and to get him the ball.
1: Right. That, Rudy, exactly. Yeah. Get him the ball in a position where he actually can score, and, uh, and if he wants to be viewed as a two-way player, like it or not, he's dependent on his teammates, and so he needs to get the relationship to the point where they will help him and continue to help him And And
0: to tell you the truth, Jake, I think that was part of the problem earlier. And this gets back to what I wrote about and what you and I have talked about at times. Uh, I think earlier in the year, there were times when Rudy was calling for the ball and wasn't getting it. And uh, that's the advantage Donovan has over Rudy. Obviously, Rudy has to depend on others like you were talking about for his touches, And uh, Donovan doesn't need; he can create his own shot. He's one of the few jazz players that can do that, and so he's not as dependent in that regard as Rudy is.
1: Right, which which does you know? This jazz season was just so fascinating thus far uh, to look at how it's played out because it was weird or it's been weird gordon with the the hot streaks and the losing streaks and the you know what lineups are playing when when they're being successful and there there were instances where rudy had his guy pinned under the hoop there were also instances where where rudy was was going to go one on one and made some really bizarre moves because he's trying to develop that part of his game because he wants to be a max guy he wants to as all players do you know, maximize their potential financially. I mean, that's not something that's unique to Rudy, but he's dependent on his teammates to do that. And so that manifests itself in a weird way early in the season. This, this year was just, it's been so bizarre so far. And maybe, you know, we're seeing a little bit of that come to the surface because of a truly unique situation, which makes this just a fascinating time in Jazz history, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and like you, and what you're alluding to there are the expectations that we're building around this team. And so they go out and they're all eager to contribute. And as most confident stars think, uh, I can help this team do it and I give me the ball or let me create my shots to help us get there. And then when the other side is, is going, hey, what about me? Uh, all with people expecting this jazz team to do fantastic things then that's the intrigue of which you speak. And it's it's something that has to be coordinated in order to make it uh, efficient and consistent.
1: And this gets back to something that we talked about throughout the offseason, and that if you add Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich, you know, those are some mouths to feed, so to speak. And whose, you know, opportunities to score, whose touches, whose shots, where was that all going to come from? And I bet you Rudy, you know, knew that storyline going into the season just like anybody else. And he said, if I'm going to get my deal, that that can't be me. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so when that's, you know, conflicting with you did need to work those guys in. I mean, if you don't let we've we've had this conversation, if you don't let a guy like Bogdanovich take a bunch of shots. Well, I mean, you're hurting the team. That's what he's here to do. You know, Mike Conley is uh, scoring 20 plus points a game uh, coming into this year. You know, that's what he does. If, if, if he's not doing that, then why is he here? And not to that extent, but I think you get to what, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. They're going to have to put those puzzle pieces together. And, and Rudy was, Rudy, Rudy got a lot on the line. And so it, it makes it much more complex, I think, than it would have been maybe last year, Gordon, if they did this.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and and okay on the overlay. Then you have Quinn Snyder who's trying to coordinate this effort, and on the other hand, Rudy. Do you think Rudy wants to surprise his coaches? He wants to surprise the the club. He wants to surprise his teammates. He wants to surprise the world. Hey, look at me! Look what I'm capable of doing, and uh, and and maybe nobody else is really sure of that yet, except for where he is. And this has been his track record, like you were talking about, since he's been with the Jazz. Yeah. Trying to exceed expectations as far as his own personal performance goes. And when those expectations for the team are heavy on top of that, now comes this, this additional pressure that, uh, hey, wait a minute, fall in line here and make this work. Don't necessarily experiment as we go.
1: Right. And I think we all like to view team sports through rose-colored glasses, that these guys are all best friends and, and and are pulling in the right direction, and they're not self-interested. And as we've talked about a million times, they're humans, and they have the same emotions and feelings and tendencies that we all do, and especially when you throw in that they've got a limited window to make as much money as they can to set up their, their families. You know, it, it makes it so there's some conflicting ideals sometimes because at its very basis, as you point out a lot, it's a team sport. You don't succeed unless the guy next to you succeeds. So it's this conflict of I need to be selfish, but at the same time I'm trying to help my team win. And it's weird. You know, right down to, um, Gordon, you can, you can study it out. The case history in it is, is amazing. Guys in contract years and how they perform. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. So are they bad teammates the rest of their contract? Or do they just dig a little deeper in that contract year because they've got a lot on the line? You know, they're humans. That's how they react. But it's, it's, it's crazy. If you look back at players in contract years, I, I wonder what the percentage of improvement would be. I bet it'd be double digits that those players on average are 10% better than they are the rest of their career. Hey, here's a homework assignment to assign lock. How about that? He's coming on with us for an hour this week, so we might as well give him something to chew on. (laughs) But uh, you know what I mean. Make sure you
0: give him that before he comes on, so that he will have had a chance to dive into it.
1: Looking out uh, for the old number one, you know, looking out for yourself, it it complicates things in a team sport. Who knew?
0: Well, isn't that the case? Like, let's say you're a college student, and are you? uh, There are peaks and valleys. There are times when you ramp up for the big test. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just a consistent line. It's uh, there. Yeah. There are times any athlete peaks at certain times. And when there is that uh, remuneration at stake, then, yeah, you have a tendency to sharpen everything up and be at your at your peak so that you can get that. Uh, Yeah. That's that. That that makes sense for a lot of folks. And maybe some of our listeners can relate to that in the workplace or. Or even in their personal relationships that uh, there are times when this ebbs and flows a little bit and you want to be at your best when it's most important.
1: Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.